Well, good morning, everyone. What a great day it's been so far. My name is Kevin Norcross, and I'm the pastor of Next Generation and Outreach. And it is just a joy to be able to share God's word with you today. We are going to be studying uh, the book of Luke, chapter 19. So you can go ahead and turn there. We're going to read it in a moment. Um, there's Bibles in the seat back in front of you, or you can use your phone app or your Bible. Luke 19 is where we're going to be studying today the story of Zacchaeus. But let me just set the stage here. Uh, before we read the scripture and ask you a question. Uh, who, have you ever met someone famous? Uh, perhaps uh, an athlete, a professional athlete, um, somebody that you looked up to, a celebrity on TV or whatever. So why don't you turn to the person beside you and tell somebody, someone famous that you've met. Okay, go ahead and do that now. Husbands, if you're sitting beside your wife, you can say, you. So some of us have met someone famous. I remember talking to Jeff who plays guitar. He met uh, James Harden and he said he felt very, very short, uh, NBA player. But um, when I was growing up, when I was younger, um, in the 90s, I met some of the, the Toronto Blue Jays uh, when they were good, uh, and they won the World Series. So when I was younger, I had the chance to meet uh, Kelly Gruber and George Bell, so that was pretty cool. Um, when the kids were younger, we went down to Florida and did, uh, watched some Blue Jays spring training. We got to meet our, our, one of our favorite pitchers, R.A. Dickey, and he came out after training camp in his Toyota Sienna and stopped and talked to us. And it was really cool. Um, and uh, so those are some famous people I met. I remember going to a conference, uh, and one of the speakers there was uh, Jackie Chan was there, John Piper was there, and I was standing at the back, and I look over, and I'm like, that's Francis Chan. He's standing right beside me. And so he saw me kind of looking at him. He's like, hey, what's up? I said, uh, hi. <laughs> He's like, enjoying the conference? I was like, yeah, cool. He was just super down to earth and really nice. Um, after John Piper spoke, I remember going up um, and, and I stood in a line to meet him. I wanted him to sign one of my books. Really humble, uh, you know, gentleman from what I know. And it was weird. As I got closer... And I was like the next person in line. I started to feel nervous. I got like shaky and this lump in my throat. Like he's just a normal guy. But it's funny how that happens. Uh, I don't know if you've had that experience where you, you meet somebody famous and you get a lump in your throat and you feel nervous. You feel shaky. This is what was happening during this story. Jesus was coming to town. The famous Jesus was coming to town and Zacchaeus knew that Jesus was coming and he wanted to meet him. Okay, so let's stand and we're going to read from Luke 19, just nine verses. Luke 19, verse 1 to 9. And we're going to study this story of Zacchaeus and learn a ton from him. Okay, so let's read it. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus and he was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but being a short man, he could not because of the crowd. So he ran ahead, climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him because Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down and at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this and began to mutter, he has gone to be the guest of a sinner. 
But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I've cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. And in verse 9, Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house because this man too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save what was lost. All right, you can sit down. So we're going to look at this little story here. The first few verses kind of paint this picture of Jesus coming to town and the crowds gathering to meet him. And it's a reminder to you and to me that we have the opportunity to get to know Jesus. We get to know this famous, awesome, incredible, powerful God. And that's what was happening in this story. Back to the Blue Jays. I remember in, I think it was 91, 92, they won the World Series. A couple days later, the, the, the players had a parade in downtown Toronto. And I skipped school and I went down to the parade. This is a picture of how the setup was. So people were on both sides of the road and down the middle, uh, they would sit there in their, uh, their convertibles and drive by and everybody would wave and scream. That was a similar setting to what was happening in this story. Jesus was coming, crowds were gathered. And Zacchaeus was just one person in the crowd, and he knew that he needed to meet with Jesus. He knew he needed to connect with God. He heard about him, and he knew that he needed to have this encounter with him. You have the opportunity to get to know Jesus. You, as a person in the crowd, have an opportunity to meet with God. We can learn about him. We can get to know him. We can build relationship with him. We can read about him. We can pray to him. We can worship him. We can connect with him. God is so awesome. And we have this opportunity to have this relationship with this awesome God. Think about uh, if I were somebody that you look up to and I said, that person's out in the lobby and you can go meet them after. You would be like, what? You'd be all over that. Jesus, this famous, awesome, powerful God wants to have relationship with you and you have the opportunity to meet with him. But sometimes we, we forget about that. Sometimes as Christ followers uh, or people on their journey, we just kind of, we, we forget about that and we come, become too comfortable in our relationship with God. But I want to remind you today that God is incredible, amazing, powerful, awesome, unbelievable, loving and kind. And you have the opportunity to build and to grow relationship with him. Turn to somebody beside you and say, wow, that is awesome. What a great opportunity. We lose sight of that so easily. But we should be motivated to go deeper in our walk with Christ. Again, a mission statement for West Park. Everyday people on a journey together pursuing Christ. That is what we need to do. Daily pursue Christ. Daily run after God. Daily get to know Jesus. Daily go deeper in your walk with him. Zacchaeus knew that this amazing God was coming to town and he knew that he needed to meet him and his life was changed forever. My encouragement to you today, open up your heart. Open up your heart to God's word, what we're studying in Luke 19. Open up your heart to the reality that God loves you and cares for you and wants you to go deeper in your relationship with him. Open up your mind and learn from this character, Zacchaeus, who, who knew Jesus was coming to town and had this encounter with God. And my prayer is that we would learn so many things from Zacchaeus, all right? We're going to focus on three things that we can learn from Zacchaeus. Brings us to our big idea today. And here it is. Like Zacchaeus, you can do three things to pursue relationship with Jesus. 
So just like Zacchaeus, you can do three things to pursue relationship with Jesus. And I'm going to give them to you up front, okay? Three things, really simple. You can run ahead, climb a tree, and get down, okay? Pretty simple, right? We can go home now. It's profound. Run ahead, climb a tree, and get down. So let's learn from Zacchaeus. First of all, run ahead. Verse 4 says, So he ran ahead, climbed a sycamore tree to see him since Jesus was coming that way. So Jesus was in the middle of a crowd. And he ran ahead to see Jesus. He knew the importance of meeting Jesus. He saw value in it. He didn't let anything hold him back. He put himself in an environment where he could see Jesus and encounter Jesus in a deeper way. You know what that reminds me of? You coming to church today. You decided to come to church today to be with fellow believers, to sing to God, to learn from his word. You're putting yourself in an environment where you can grow and you can develop and you can be built up. You made a choice today. Good job. That's what we need to do in our journey is put ourselves in an environment where we can learn and grow and develop in our relationship with God. And Zacchaeus was in this crowd and he didn't just want to stay there. He wanted to put the crowd behind him and run ahead so that he could see Jesus. He wasn't just okay knowing of Jesus. He wanted to know Jesus. He wasn't okay with secondhand information. He wanted one-on-one encounter with God. He wasn't happy just hearing stories about him. He wasn't just satisfied reading a book about him. He wasn't just okay or content with, you know, growing up watching VeggieTales and that becoming his picture of Jesus. He wanted to meet with Jesus. He wasn't okay with just seeing Jesus from a distance. He wanted to encounter him. He wanted his own experience. He wanted his own interaction. He wanted his own relationship with Jesus, with Jesus personally. Back to this example of uh, meeting famous people. Uh, back in 1988, you're like, how old is this guy? Back in 1988, I got an autographed picture of Wayne Gretzky. So how it happened was my dad was on an airplane traveling to Los Angeles when Wayne Gretzky played for the LA Kings. And my dad ended up recognizing the person beside him, which was Walter Gretzky, Wayne's dad. So my dad gave him his address, uh, gave him our address, told him my name, and sure enough, in the mail came this picture. And this is what it says. Uh, You can see it there. To Kevin, your friend, Wayne Gretzky. I was like, sweet. As a kid, I was stoked. I don't even like hockey, but I have Wayne Gretzky's (laughs) autograph. I'm sure Wayne Gretzky's a great guy. I don't know much about him. But I don't know Wayne Gretzky. According to that picture, we're friends. (laughs) But I don't have a personal relationship with Wayne. I don't know him. I don't know about him. But I have this picture of him. Don't let your relationship with God just be this autographed picture that I am a friend of Jesus. But take it to the deeper level and not just know of him, but know him personally. And again, sometimes we fall into that trap as Christ followers in Western society. Sometimes we treat this Bible as something that just sits on on the shelf, this love letter from God. But we don't take the time to take it down and get to know it and understand it in a deeper, more intimate way. 
Or sometimes we treat uh, an opportunity like this morning to sing together. Sometimes we treat it as kind of a ritual or something we just kind of do on Sundays. But rather we need to treat it as an opportunity to connect with God and go deeper in a relationship with God. Not just knowing of him and singing about him, but knowing him in a deeper, in a deeper way. Sometimes we treat our relationships with other Christ followers as just, uh, we've got nice Christian friends, but if we would take the opportunity to, to use those friendships to talk about Scripture, to talk about uh, God, to talk about the things of God, and invite God into that moment, we will know God deeper. Sometimes we treat our devotional time where we set aside a few minutes each day to pray and to read and to worship, and we treat it like a ritual and something that we have to do. But no, it's an opportunity to know this amazing God. I challenge you to take full advantage of these opportunities that you have to know God in a deeper way. God is awesome and he's powerful and he's loving and he's kind and he's amazing and the list goes on and he wants to have relationship with you. So take that opportunity to know him in a deeper way. Run ahead. Just like Zacchaeus, he left the crowd and he ran ahead because he wanted to meet with Jesus. Run ahead and put yourself in an environment to know God in a deeper way on a daily basis. Reading your Bible, God will reveal truth about himself. Pursuing God in a setting like this on a Sunday morning, connecting with God through singing. If you're a part of a small group, don't just sit there and say nothing. Contribute. Be a part of the conversation. Help and encourage people around you. Don't just come to church to consume. Come to church to connect and, and to give and to serve. Recognize that you are a part of this church and we need each other and we got to go through it together on this journey and, uh, and learn and grow together. You must make an effort to learn and grow in your own relationship with God. No one else can do that for you. Zacchaeus ran ahead of the crowd to meet with Jesus and in order to do that, he needed to leave fear behind. So when you study this scripture and you read the commentaries, you learn that Zacchaeus was, was a very wealthy person and he was high, highly esteemed in his society. So it wasn't typical for him to be in a crowd and be running around like a crazy guy trying to, to see this famous person coming to town. People would have looked at him weird. People would have thought stuff about him. But you know what? Zacchaeus didn't care. He needed to meet with Jesus. Don't let fear of what other people will think of you hold you back from running ahead and meeting with Jesus. Sometimes you got to leave the crowd behind. <laughs> Sometimes you got to leave some friendships that are holding you back. You got to leave them behind and run ahead. Sometimes you need to leave some old habits that you're involved in. Maybe good, maybe bad. Leave them behind and run ahead and see Jesus. Don't let fear keep you in that spot, part of the crowd where you can't even see Jesus. But run ahead and don't let anything hold you back. Sometimes you'll feel like you're all alone, but run ahead because you want to. You know you have to meet with Jesus. Don't do it for your parents or your friends or your teachers or your pastors, but run ahead and meet with God because you know that you have to because God's calling you to. Whether you're a new believer or a longtime Christian, leave fear behind and run ahead. All right, so the next thing that Zacchaeus did, he ran ahead. What was the next thing he did? Climbed up. Well, half of you are listening. That's good. 
just kidding. I'm just kidding. Well, Pastor Charles is coming back soon, and I thought it would be helpful to prepare for him to come back by telling you a couple uh, really cheesy jokes this morning, just to prepare you for his sense of humor when he comes back. So, uh, you know, monkeys, how they hang in a tree. How do you get a one-armed monkey out of a tree? You wave, okay? How did the man fall out of the tree and break his arm? He was raking leaves. Yeah, some of you will get that later at lunch, I guess. But those aren't even funny. I can't believe you laughed. But it will help you prepare for when Pastor Charles came back, comes back. Zacchaeus knew that he had to take it to the next level if he was going to see Jesus. Okay? We read in Scripture that he was a very short man. He was limited by his circumstances. He needed to do something in order to go to the next level so he could actually see Jesus. He couldn't see over the crowd. He had to do something. The challenge to you, the challenge to me, you need to do something in order to take your relationship with God to the next level. I don't mean necessarily doing something for Jesus or or doing something to try and earn God's favor, which you can't, or try and perform good enough so that God might love you a little more because he can't. He already loves you as much as he possibly can. But, I mean, do something to get close to him. For Zacchaeus, he climbed a tree. What does climb a tree mean to you? Do something to get close to him. Do something to to love him. Do something to hang out with him more. Do something to listen to him and to to obey him. Open your heart and trust God more. For some of you, this might be difficult because of an experience you've had in the past. For some of you, you might have trouble opening your heart to God because uh, you feel far from God. Some of you might have trouble because this is a new experience to you. But I encourage you, let the walls down and open your heart to God. He loves you, he cares for you, and he will not hurt you. Take that challenge to spend more time alone with God. Well, I might fail. I might fall out of the tree. Zacchaeus didn't care if he fell out of the tree. He took the risk because he wanted to meet with God. Things fall out of trees. How do I know? I got a couple stories. When I was younger, my brother and I, my mom needed for some reason some uh, like evergreen branches. It was around Christmas time to decorate the house. And so, of course, uh, she sent me and my brother out. And my brother being seven years older than me, he got the axe and I had to carry stuff to help out. So we went out to the woods. He climbed the tree and he started like hitting these branches and throwing them at me on the ground. It was fun for him, not so much fun for me. But he said, this is how it went. Hey, Kevin, look out. I'm dropping the axe. And of course, when you hear that, you look up and sure enough, the axe dropped and hit me on the head. And it was a mess, and uh, I think I'm okay. Uh, we, we got home, sti- got stitches and everything. He was scared that he hurt his little brother, but he was also scared of my mom. Um, another time, I was out camping with my friends as a young adult, and this cool thing with camping that we learned before the internet, so we must have read it in a book somewhere, but... It was, uh, if you need dry firewood and the wood on the ground is wet, you find a dead tree, you get a big rock and tie a rope around it and then throw, throw it over the branch and yank on the branch and it breaks and comes down. Great idea, right? So, of course, we did that and I yanked on the branch and the branch came down, but so did the rock and somewhere else back there is another scar from that. Things fall out of trees. 
What's the reason you shouldn't climb a tree? The fear of falling from a tree. But in this example of you need to climb a tree so that you can have this better advantage of seeing Jesus and meeting Jesus, it's worth the risk. Don't let fear of failure hold you back from making attempts at reading your Bible every day. Don't let fear of failure hold you back from making attempts to to grow and develop your prayer life and your relationship with God. Don't let the fear of falling out of a tree hold you back from uh, engaging in a worship experience like this on a Sunday morning. Don't let the fear of falling out of a tree hold you back from contributing in your small group. Continue to climb that tree, leave fear behind, and put yourself in a good position. Another thing that can hold us back is, what will people think of me? You see, again, Zacchaeus, highly esteemed rich man, climbed a tree to see Jesus. He would have drawn attention to himself. People would have been talking about him. Don't let the fear of what people will think of you hold you back from running after God and climbing that tree and taking your walk with God to the next level. Do whatever you can to go to that next level in your relationship with God. So, Zacchaeus ran ahead, climbed a tree. What did he do next? He got down. Verse 5 to 6 says this, when Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. So, get down. Get down and do something. Some people think that climbing the tree and having this encounter with Jesus is where it ends. That's not where it ends, church. We got to get down and we got to do something. We got to get down and have a relationship with God. We got to get down and we have to do something like reading your Bible, praying, going to church, encountering God. Zacchaeus got down and he had a relationship with Jesus. He got down and he continued to go deeper with God. What could be some things holding you back from getting down out of that tree and connecting with Jesus in a deeper way? Could be laziness, could be no desire. Be lack of self-discipline, lack of faith, distraction, sin. It was not good enough for Zacchaeus just to climb up in that tree and see Jesus. He knew he needed to get down and connect with Jesus and build relationship. And that's what it's all about. Some of you uh, in your journey, sometimes you're still seeing Jesus from a distance. And Jesus says, no, come down out of that tree. I want to meet with you and I want to go deep, deep, deep in relationship with you. Jesus stood there and he called Zacchaeus down and God is calling you today to get down and have deeper relationship with him. And that's my encouragement to you today. There is so much more to learn about the things of God. There is something new and something fresh and something great for you each and every day on your journey. Whether you're new to your faith, you're just checking things out, or you've been serving God for a long time. Don't just have this casual relationship with him, but an intimate relationship with him. It can't just be a one-time encounter, you know, once a week in a church service or once a week in small group or it has to be day in, day out, living in awe of God. And lastly, this encounter with Jesus, when we encounter Jesus, it should bring about lifestyle change. So he got down and his life changed. Verse 8 and verse 9. Sorry, 7, 8 and 9. All the people saw him and began to mutter, 
He has gone to be the guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said, Lord, look, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, today salvation has come to this house because this man too is a son of Abraham. Having an encounter with God brings about lifestyle change. Zacchaeus gave back to the people that he had stolen from. You see, he was a tax collector, so he had this power and he was a bit shady. So he would steal money from people and he would skim a little off the top. And when no one was looking, he would pocket some cash. He stole from people because of his position on earth. And he realized that and realized that he was sinning and he gave it back. It brought about lifestyle change. Again, this would have been humbling for him. He would have had to admit that he was doing this he would have drawn attention to himself. But he couldn't help it. It was a natural response to this encounter that he had with Jesus. His lifestyle changed. When you come in contact with this awesome, incredible, amazing God, day in, day out, pursuing relationship with God, it will bring about lifestyle change. God will nudge you. God will encourage you. God will challenge you. Sometimes we feel like this is a scary word, but it's not. God will convict you. He will convict you. He will stir your heart and be like, Kevin, you got to be careful there, bud. Don't, don't go in that direction. Don't, don't do that. Or, or if you mess up, you shouldn't have done that. Conviction, uh, we need to embrace conviction. When God speaks to us and challenges us, when the Holy Spirit nudges us, embrace that and allow that life change to come and get back on track, pursuing deeper relationship with God. We're all on this journey together and we need to continue to invite God to challenge us. Not a scary process, but an exciting one where God continues to form us and to develop us. If you look up to someone, a famous person, or someone in your life that you look up to, you want to be like them. You are affected by who they are. Same thing in your relationship with God. As you get to know him more, you understand more about him. You understand there's so much more to know about him. And your life is affected by this great, awesome, and powerful God. Powerful God. God has a plan for your life. He wants you to be full of him and experience him and fill you with energy and strength and the power of the Holy Spirit to make a difference in this world. He cares about your friendships. He cares about your relationships. He cares about your family. He cares about your job. He cares about your finances. He cares about all these things and he wants to pour into you. He wants to know you in a deep, deep way and he wants every area of your life to be affected by this relationship with God. How do I know how to live for God? Well, you become more like him. You let him change you every day. You work at getting the junk out of your life so that you can be more like Jesus. Get down, that concept of getting down out of the tree and do something. Get down and obey scripture. Get down and be an example. Get down and bear more fruit. Get down and stop gossiping about each other and start building each other up. Get down and start praying for the lost. Get down and start standing up for people who are going through difficult times. Get down and reflect Jesus. Get down and make right choices. Church, it's time that we realize in a deeper way, it's not just about gathering and growing and learning. It's about getting down and doing and being and reflecting Christ in our city.
being like him. So my prayer for you today is that uh, you'll walk out of here and this story of Zacchaeus will, will somehow impact your life. Somehow learning about, you know, this concept of Jesus coming to the city and this crowd gathering and there being one guy in the crowd who had the chance to have this life-changing encounter with Jesus. My prayer is that you would say, I want to be that person. I want to be Zacchaeus. I want to encounter God. I don't want anything to hold me back. I don't care what people think of me. I want to go deeper in, God, in my relationship with God. That's my prayer for you today, that you would be impacted by this story of Zacchaeus. And that you would go out of here, and this week, something would be different. This week, something would change. This week, something would uh, help you to grow and to develop in your journey with Christ. So let's just review again what we learned today. The big, big idea, like Zacchaeus, you can do three things to pursue deeper in your walk with God. You can run ahead, right? Don't be satisfied with where you're at. Don't be satisfied just knowing Jesus from a distance, but run ahead and make, uh, run ahead and make an effort and leave fear behind. Second thing, climb a tree. <laughs> Don't allow things to hold you back from seeing Jesus. Don't allow your circumstances to prevent you from seeing Jesus. Don't let fear of failure prevent you from seeing Jesus. Climb a tree. Put yourself in a situation where you can encounter him. And lastly, get down. Don't just stay up in the tree, but get down and have an encounter with God. The scripture says that Jesus came to his house and they had fellowship together and they ate together and they talked together. Have that kind of relationship with God. Not just a one-time experience, but an ongoing journey. All right? So let's say it together. Zacchaeus ran. He climbed a tree. And he got amazing. Amazing. Let's pray together. And then we're going to sing one more song. God, I thank you so much. So, so much for this opportunity to learn today. God, I love this story of Zacchaeus. I love this, um, this setting of, of you coming into town and, and the crowds gathering. I thank you for the, the tenacity of Zacchaeus. He desperately wanted to know you, God. And I pray in this room that there would be people who would say, I desperately want to know Jesus and see Jesus. I'm going to continue to pray in a minute, but for those of you who are here this morning and you have not yet taken that step and said, I want to have relationship with Jesus, I pray that today would be your day where you would say, God, I realize I'm a sinner. I'm in desperate need of a Savior. Please forgive me of my sins. I want to follow you and serve you. If that's you, I'm going to pray this prayer and I just ask you to repeat it uh, under your breath or in your heart. And take that step of faith today and invite Jesus into your heart. So let's do that now and then we'll continue to pray. God, let's repeat after me. Dear God, please forgive me. I know that I have sinned and I have messed up. I want to be forgiven of my sins. I want to have relationship with Jesus. God, please forgive me come into my life today. So Jesus, I pray for every person who prayed that prayer. I pray for every person here today. God, help all of us, just like Zacchaeus, to run ahead and to leave things behind 
to encounter you. God, help each person in this room to climb a tree, to, to overcome circumstances, to see you and to connect with you. And God, help us to get down. Help us to have a deeper relationship with you day in and day out. And help us to grow and develop and go deeper with you. I pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.